Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Heavy hangs the digi head that wears the cyber crown. <laughs> Heavy hangs the digi head that wears the cyber crown. Yes, it's okay. a great thing to That's say. That's a great isn't it? title. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Phil Walters, for that title. Very good. Very good. Can't wait to pitch that uh, with full, full digi head replacing transhumanist uh, implications. I've got my cyber eye out for that one. Ooh. Ooh. My robotic eye and my You're... metal arm. Phil Walters has really got his uh, his nano finger on the pulse of uh, the movie industry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. His ghost's um, really inhabiting that shell. We're doing cyberpunk movies, uh, <laughs> listeners. Is ghosts... Is ghosts... Can we walk that back? Is ghosts really inhabiting that shell? Yeah. Okay. Um, his yeah. ghost, I said. Oh, I, I thought you is, said... Is ghosts... Is, is ghosts inhabiting the shell? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing cyberpunk movies, if you couldn't tell already. Yeah. Um, uh, that is... Robotic. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna breeze on by that one. Uh, we're doing Cyberpunk. It's just us this week. Uh-huh. After a uh, after a double packed, uh, we had too much excitement last week. Last week with the Disney guys, uh, really enjoyed recording that one. Um, and uh, and messing about with the. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the deleted scenes uh, for last week because um, we pitched the Treasure Planet. Yeah. Uh, we pitched a brand new live-action version of Treasure Planet directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. So um, if you are if you are interested, go uh, over there and uh, listen to that. But uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, it's a genre that, um, like, probably, pro- I would say more popular in, like, the 80s and 90s than now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of... I mean, I would say it's gone out of vogue now, but there is a game that's just come out called, I, I believe it's called Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yep, yep. Pretty big, apparently. I haven't yeah, played it. Don't know anything about that. Yeah. It didn't, you know, what, 2077, it's, it's too far in the future for me, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but um, the... Uh, <laughs> but the... Uh, I think maybe our world is too close to Cyberpunk yeah. for anyone to write anything that's like... I, I guess Black Mirror is the closest thing we're getting to cyberpunk now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, even that one. is uh, tends to sort of drift into its own into its own world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, which is probably good, better for it. But we here at Life's a Picture are going to be reviving the entire genre we're... off our own backs. Oh yes. Uh, and heavy lies the cyber crown or something. Oh, heavy the cyber <laughs> heavy weighs the cyber weighs the cyber head that wears the nano crown or the what cyber crown I don't know um, well we'll get back to that yeah we'll get back we'll to get it back to that if when we, can we remember, remember. <laughs> <laughs> when we remember what the title was which uh, brings us to the next point uh, do you want to get on with some honourable digimensions <laughs> digi digimensions <laughs> digimensions yeah digimensions. let's get on with some digimen Tom yeah <laughs> did you did you pick up the digimen <laughs> You're playing mom, on you're playing on your Digimen? They're called Digimon, Mom. Yeah, that's what I said, Digimen. 
Digimen, digital mentions. Digimensions are the champions. Yes. Digital are the mentions. There we go. Digital are we the got mentions. The, we got there eventually. There we go. Uh, so this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and uh, just pitch what those would be as films. Yeah, as movies. You can you can think of these as the nano injections you have to receive and the ports you have to have implanted before you can replace your cyber arm. Don't bring up nano injections, Matt. Not in this day and age. <laughs> Bill well, Gates is going to he's going to know where you live just because I got the I got the vaccine early and <laughs> now I'm pregnant and and my, <laughs> and my baby and my baby looks a lot like Bill Gates does not mean <laughs> So anyone should be sceptical about did, did you mentions Of all the anti-vax <laughs> theories, that one is my favourite. <laughs> because he does have the head of a baby. I can totally see that on a, on a baby's baby. body. My fetus does look a lot like Bill Gates. <laughs> you got your ultrasound, didn't you? It was yeah. just, he was just staring back at yeah, you, like, waving. He was. He had a, he had a collar bo- buttoned right up to the top. He had a polo shirt that yeah. was buttoned heavily, like really far up to the, the top. The ultrasound technician, her eyes were bleeding. It was <laughs> it was a really weird time. It was a good day, yeah. It was a strange time at the vet. <laughs> Let's get on with these things. <laughs> oh, God. Um, from Connor Cleon Clark, we've got Tech Good, Human Bad. Ooh, yeah. Okay. This is Black Mirror, isn't it? <laughs> Just the human application of, uh, of certain... Of certain technologies. Yeah, but the thing is here, Tom, yeah. that it makes it sound. This one makes it sound like there's a kind of techno caveman, yeah, uh, <laughs> like, like a robo caveman. <laughs> and so I really like the idea that, like, you know, so many black mirrors have happened, so many problematic cyberpunk scenarios have happened that the robots have risen up. Yes, but not because they what they think that like you know they should be the overlords mm. they just want to go back to a simpler time <laughs> yeah yeah the, the the there's a robot that's like tech good human bad <laughs> me it, me me robo me want uh, collect collect cyber coconut from cyber tree <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of like a weird dumb take on on the people who thought we were we're better off out of the European Union. It is a bit like that, yeah. Cavemen. <laughs> uh, we can't even import Gouda. Ah, <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Brexit, innit? Brexit. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> I don't know if we, if we hide this from the viewer, you know, like, uh, mm. and, and say that, like, you know, these, these robots are trying to almost kind of fight for their own survival mm. until we find out what their actual goal is, which is to... Um, they, they imagine themselves as some kind of proto-man. Yeah. They believe the natural state of the universe was to, like, you know, be a hunter-gatherer bot and uh, spe- a cyber-spear robo-gazelle um, and, and drive mecha-mammoths off cliffs. They're trying to bring the world, in a, in a misguided attempt, to bring the world to some kind of, like, Luddite status. Mm, it's they're, got a weird kind of Horizon Zero Dawn vibe. Yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah they're, kind of, they're kind of trying to create a world that never was. Yeah. Um, uh, because they think humans are the problem with, with, with technology. Yeah. And therefore, technology should just become itself as simple as possible. Um, and, and <laughs> I, I want to live lives. in a world where food tastes good again. Uh, where, where going to a film costs you... 
three pounds, <laughs> and that's just for popcorn, <laughs> where people are outside playing footy. Yeah, where people are play, playing footy with their their simple extendo legs. Yeah, and and uh, shooting hoops on the cyber court. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to that. I want, I want to go back to simpler time when. Hmm. <laughs> what? And then he just stops. You know. <laughs> when, he says. You know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Just a simpler time, all right. <laughs> so, who's playing the robot? Who's 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 into this simpler time? Uh, Alan Tudyk. Is it Alan Tudyk? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Famous simpler times robot, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. He's, he's he obviously wor- he worked at a museum as a caveman. Yeah. As an animatronic caveman. I did yeah. When the liberation came, yeah, they they freed him. <laughs> They freed him from his shackles. Yeah. The robot revolution, the AI robot revolution, uh, freed Alan Tudyk, the robo cave, the, the animatronic caveman. Hang from on, his hang on. It's not Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk's the bad guy. The caveman yeah. is played by Brendan Fraser. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. For like Encino Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is set way in the past. Sure. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with with Brendan Fraser is he once was. Um, uh, a an animatronic uh, animatronic uh, waxwork of um, of uh, Abraham Lincoln, mm. uh, but then they got, they, they got demoted when they replaced him. He uh, got demoted to caveman. Alan Tudyk is now Abraham Lincoln. He's taken spot. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in this context, because in this context, the person with the character we've framed thus far, yeah, kind of is a bad guy. Yeah. Like, is going to misguidedly try to go back to a simpler time that never existed, right? Yeah. Is the, Are we giving that to Alan Tudyk? Or are we giving that to Brendan Fraser? Which but of these people are we going to follow? Brendan Fraser's the caveman. Yeah. But but thus far, we've we've designated the caveman as a kind of, like, problematic... He, he just wants a simpler time. Right. He just wants to live in peace. And he can't stand all these kids on their phones. Are we saying, then, we, that we cast him as a character who is naive... Yeah. He just wants a better world. Mm. We kind of... Like daydreaming mm. while he's standing there as a caveman. He's daydreaming of... Or this is he used to be. So he's like... He's standing there daydreaming of like, you know, hunting a robot gazelle and, 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 yeah. and taking it back to his, his uh, cyber cave. Yeah. Uh, where like he puts it on a... a um, uh, nano fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, a fire made of bits. <laughs> fire made of nanoids. Yeah, um, and uh, and <laughs> just a big toaster. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Puts puts a giant hunk of metal in a big toaster. <laughs> a big toaster. <laughs> sparks erupt everywhere, and then he detaches his jaw, and it goes in and does fuck all. <laughs> Um, it has no nutritional value to a robot yeah. or to a human. Well, we don't get kind. that far because, like, that's what he's <laughs> daydreaming Fraser's, about. Brendan Fraser's daydreaming in this idiotic dream. Yeah. Um, and so, what what kind of corruption of this can we have Alan Tudyk make? Does it, does Alan Tudyk therefore want to um, kill all the humans? I think Alan Tudyk wants to kill all the humans so that he can he can liberate the robots. Yeah. He's uh, Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Won- yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an unfortunate uh, parallel. Let's pull away from Abraham Lincoln. Let's say 
It is um uh he's playing Nigel Farage. Um Yeah. A bad politician. A bad politician right? who wants to liberate in inverted commas. Exactly exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. This is the point. The bad guy Why is... would there be a animatronic Nigel Farage in a <laughs> I guess it is this dystopian world, isn't yeah. it? It's this dystopian world, this dystopian museum. Yeah. Nigel Farage is in the foyer. Yeah. <laughs> so this animatronic Nigel Farage is in the foyer of this museum. Yeah. Anyway, he decides that he wants to um uh he wants to kill all humans, mm. right? And to do so, he is going to capitalise on the naive daydreams of a, a, a well-meaning idiot. Because they built uh, the caveman Brendan Fraser bigger, stronger. Because yeah. they didn't know what they were doing. They honed him down when it, when it got to the building the Nigel Farage uh, exhibit. Yeah. Um, very short exhibit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a weird toad-looking man. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, and yeah, he's like, oh my god, that guy can help me out, liberating all my robot buddies. Yeah, so we can go back to a simpler time that definitely existed. Yeah, yeah, and and it's sort of he it, it can almost sing a song. Yeah, it's like the uh, the the voodoo man it's from an, uh, Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it's an I want song kind of. Oh no no, oh you, Farage is singing. Farage is singing. Right, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you. Better Brex leave it. Yeah. <laughs> you better Brex e- leave it. You better be leave it. <laughs> he says. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his. That's his song. That's. Uh, we're gonna have to workshop that a bit. I think. E- you better be leave it. Yeah. <laughs> be leave. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. So anyway, uh, he sings that song. Brendan Fraser is taken in by his. His, his, song. his words his and singing. song, yeah. yeah. He's um, like, oh, man makes song. <laughs> good. Think, man, think good. Dickhead makes song. <laughs> and he's like, hey, and he just keeps calling him a dickhead the whole <laughs> way through. <laughs> so, so how, what, like, does Brendan Fraser, like, uh, go into the world and start trying to carry out uh, the will of, of Nigel Farage bot? Yeah, yeah. And and then start to discover that he can't find a any any <laughs> any massive meaty ma- uh, uh, mecha mammoth haunches. Yeah. Just like like it was shown in his in his, his diorama. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the the museum. He can't find any of those to chomp on. That's what gives him comfort. But he finds out that they don't exist in the world anymore because they never did. Mm. Um, and I think that that is kind of brought to his attention by um, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Cersei. Oh, Lena Le- Hedy. Lena Hedy, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, she she's a um, a mechanic mm. down in the down in the city underneath the the museum, yeah. which is filmed uh, in the LA Observatory. Right. Um, overlooking the overlooking the rest of the city, if you yeah. assume the the, the cy- cyber LA, mm. um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine LA, yeah. that kind of thing, that yeah. sort of thing, um, and uh, yeah, I think um, uh, Lena Headey's a, a mechanic. She's she's working on putting guns into people's arms and stuff. Oh no! Um, and uh, the first thing that the first thing that. Um, uh, 
Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that Brendan Fraser does is he's like he's got his spear and he goes, "Hello, I will stab this through you now." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, I will stab this through you now. Uh, and then she's like, "No, don't." And he's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> He hasn't considered that this would be, like, something that people wouldn't want to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's like, well, I'm hunting you, humans, so that you, so so that you, like, to liberate us robot kind so that we can have mecha haunches. Yeah. Um, and she's like, what the hell is a mecha haunch? I want to go back to caveman days. <laughs> Just like my ancestors did. Yeah. And uh, I, I think... I think he sort of comes around over time. Yeah. And uh, the Nigel Farage bot wants to freeze over the world. Okay. So that robots can, can live. Right. And the and humans, humans can't. can't. I see. It's, it's turning into frost punk. Okay. And he does it. Oh, he just manages. He, do, he does it. And, and Brendan Fraser gets frozen in ice. Yeah. In Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, uh, and gets woken up thousands, millions of years later by Sean Astin. Gives a whole new meaning to Encino Man now, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. Thousands of years later, in 1996. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the current era. Yeah. Yeah, not... <laughs> you see, it was all set in the past. It was all set a long time in the past. When, yeah, yeah. When robots ruled over... Uh, that's what the Ice Age was. Yeah. Was, was, was Nigel Farage bot. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it comes full circle. Yeah. That's how time works. <laughs> <laughs> so that's tech good, human bad? Yeah, that's that's what that was. Right. Um, so from Liam McGrath, we've got Hero. Hero? Yeah. This was one of three he gave me. I'm not sure if he was trying to make a joke with me. Okay. But he gave me Fearless, Hero, and Alive in that order. So I'm not sure if he was giving us a trilogy of films to pitch there. I think if it's gonna be if it's gonna be um, uh, cyberpunk, it's got to be H three R zero. Yes. Um, hero has to be like yeah, which means the numbers there are spell out thirty. So let's just Ooh. keep that in mind as we as we go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I always just think of the film Hero yeah, starring the real, Jet Li. The real movie Hero <laughs> yeah. starring Jet Li. But let's not worry about that. That's not a cyberpunk movie. Yeah, but if you put, if you put Fearless, it's like F. You try still try to decode your brother's code. <laughs> L for, that's 33. Yeah. Oh, no. 3,355. <laughs> okay, there you go. Fearless. <laughs> 31,355 is fearless. Um, What's that got to do with Hero? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You, you just you said the numbers. add those together, yeah. they get to 9-11. Oh, what? So, you know. um, so, Hero. With a 30 in the middle. I'm just... All I, all I have right now, Tom, is, mm. in my mind, it's an H in a, in a kind of, like, almost italic, italicised... Uh, writing and then the the number three and then uh, no, uh, the R in italicized yeah. writing and then the number zero. Maybe this this is it. Maybe this is it. Maybe twenty thirty. It's it's just a poster campaign. <laughs> in twenty thirty, like, people might call it a cop out. Yeah. but we say we, we've pitched weirder things before. <laughs> okay, but what what is this poster campaign for? No one knows. 
It, it's it's a it's an ARG. We're that pitching is, an ARG. That is fully a cop out. Um, <laughs> We're pitching an ARG <laughs> in which this poster comes out at cinemas. It's like Hero, starring Paul Blart. <laughs> Paul Blart, the, the the character, the character from Mall The character Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Paul Blart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kevin James. That's his name. Kevin James, um, starring um, uh, Kevin James and Paul Bettany. Yes, um, is is hero, uh, and right. I think I think. Listen, we've got some stuff here. We can, right. So tw- thirty, the number thirty, twenty thirty. Yeah. Right. Um, everything has gone to shit. Yeah. Yeah. In in twenty thirty. Still. In, yeah. No, it's got even. <laughs> we've worse. not bounced back. It's no, got worse. Yeah, it's okay. only gotten worse. Damn. Um, Predictable human beings. Yeah. Um, the world has gone sideways. Fairly literally, yeah. Um, in that most high-rise buildings have fallen on their side in that brief gravity lapse that happened in 2027. <laughs> the brief gravity lapse. Yeah, it, the gravity kind of started pulling sideways rather than down. It was it was down to um, mad scientist Wayne Knight's <laughs> yeah. uh, his theory that he could halt climate change by pulling gravity. Yeah somewhere and, and he did it he did he pulled gravity in, he in one direction he's like i can get all the carbon to fall this in this direction yeah. to this one location he, he had no idea what catastrophic repercussions that would arise from yeah. uh, from his experiments well he's dead he's not in the film anymore yeah he, he wasn't even in the film he's just wayne knight so what what sort of uh, hegemony. What sort of terrifying world, corporate world, could exist now that all the all the tall buildings have fallen over? The fire department <laughs> are privatized. Yep. Okay. That's that's a good start. That's the thing. Yep. And uh, and oh, also, it was tall people also fell over. <laughs> um, so so Paul Bettany's fucked. <laughs> Danny DeVito is the ruler of Earth. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's, He's the corporate uh, corporate billionaire Danny yeah, DeVito. Yeah. Um, so Kevin James is is top fireman. Yeah. Johnny Watergate. Johnny Watergate. Johnny sure. Watergate. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's like the most experienced fireman in in the department. He gets paid really well because he's on a good bonus. Yeah. Uh, he gets bonuses because it's it's fire corp. Yeah. Um, we put out the fires in the buildings. So please don't <laughs> set your buildings on fire. I, I, I guess I guess the way that privatized fire departments would work would be like you put your house on a list. Yeah, you'd have a subscription. Yeah, you'd pay a subscription yeah. to to a fire service. <laughs> it's extortion, is what it is yeah. almost, because it's like yeah, you'd have... this fire department might also be going around and burning down the building. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like you know, at that point. All you need is... It'd be a shame if something happened. <laughs> All you need is a um, is one house per three to have cover. Because obviously if your next door neighbour's on fire, hmm. then you're you're likely to set on fire as well. Yeah. So the fire department has to come out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this is the thing. It's, it's... Although I do kind of like the idea of, of them sat in the fire truck mm. with a hose ready if one flame licks across to your house. <laughs> Just... Like the next door neighbour is yeah, completely yeah. ablaze, yeah. and they're like, "No, no, we can't oh, do there's it. one." It's like, and like the person's outside screaming, and like, "Save my house!" It's like, "Do you pay your subscription?" <laughs> no, 
And um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, that wall starts sort of setting on fire. So they're like putting that out. And yep. like, we can't touch the other fire because <laughs> that's not, not what we get paid and, to do. And people are trying to put their houses out themselves with buckets. And in a, in a, the community is trying to do that, right? Yeah. Um, and let's put it this way. They get their droids to do it, right? Because this is a um, their house like servant droids mm. because it's a cyberpunk movie yeah um so they get their little they've got like a little chain of all their made and 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 like like entertainment units that they can they can uh use um they're all like those samsung hand grabbing robots mm. uh that they that they unveiled this year for no reason um, <laughs> oh, yeah uh they they have them in a big chain carrying buckets across from a well mm. it's like medieval cyberpunk but then when they get there there is danny devito on a on a on a um a hover palanquin <laughs> um with with a uh, with a guy uh, i'm gonna say it's who else is short um, oh, I was going to say Patrick Warburton, but... He's not short. Yeah, uh, Who's short? Short people are all in the earth. Um, Patrick Warburton, but on his knees. Patrick Warburton. He was, was on, his on his knees, knees yeah. during the, the big collapse. Yes, yeah. The big lean is what they call it. Yeah, uh, and he's got he's got mecha arms. Yeah. Um, uh, no, he's not got mecha arms. He's got a hammer and a mecha thumb, and he's just hammering planks over the well. Okay. He's like... Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. There's the uh, uh, this this well's now. We control all the wells now. This well's now off off limits <laughs> to to, be uh, to those people trying to uh, uh, do an unauthorized unauthorized saving of a house that so is uh, scram you little shits. <laughs> that's legally. Uh, it is legally only the fire department that can can do that <laughs> over his shoulder yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so <laughs> um, so uh, they've now privatized water yeah. right, for, or at least enough water <laughs> to en- yeah. enough water to, to, to put out a house right mm. um, and uh, I, I really like fire corpse motto to be it'd be a shame if something happened <laughs> Fire Corp. It would be a shame if something happened. <laughs> it would be a shame if something happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, to upset the hegemony. So anyway, I think it's Paul Bettany's house that's on fire. Okay, so he's not the the fire man. I, I thought he was going to be like a buddy cop kind of sure, thing. Sure, if you like. But, but then, then but that, yeah. wouldn't be, that wouldn't be two perspectives. Have Paul Bettany's house on fire. <laughs> um, Set it ablaze. And the reason it's a blaze is that Paul Bettany is very um, politically minded. Yeah. He's very sort of like revolutionary. He was thinking so hard, his head burst into well, fire. Well, he stood against Danny DeVito's hegemony. Oh, God. Like saying that they should not be able to privatise water. Mm. They shouldn't be able to privatise uh, transport. They shouldn't be able to privatise all of that. Mm. Um, and, and for that, he had his house lit on fire. <laughs> Kevin James is one of the good firefighters, right? Yeah. He worked for the corporation. He doesn't know that some of his firefighter friends are setting fires. Mm. Eventually, Kevin James finds out. Um, finds out that his buddy... Uh, let's say Patrick Warburton to keep it small yeah. um, uh, was the one who actually set fire with his techno oh, thumb. He he did the, he has the thing where you see him like click and uh, and light a cigarette for someone. Well, what one of his fingers is flint, the other is yeah steel. Yeah, sure. Um, and there's gas comes out of the yeah thumb. yeah. Um, and gas comes out of his palm. Yeah, 
He, do, he does it to, to knock people out. He's got a techno thumb. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, like a shit iron Cause, man. Because we think when he's hammering down those 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 wooden planks over the well, mm. we think his techno thumb is just in case he hits his thumb with the net with the hammer, you know, so he doesn't go yow. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah. it's, it's it's so that he can light, light things and, on fire. And no one knows. Yeah, no one knows it's made of flint and steel. <laughs> so anyway, until behind closed doors, his name doors, is Flint Steel. <laughs> he's called I'm Flint Steel. Um, <laughs> Uh, until behind closed doors, he uses his flint and steel thumb to light oh, uh, Paul, uh, no. Patrick Warb to light um, Paul Bettany. Uh, no, behind it could be the other, the other firefighter whose name. Oh, Kevin thinking. James. Kevin James is yeah. um, two first names. You can't trust him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, to light Kevin James's cigarette, uh, e-cigarette that still needs lighting for some reason. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> that's that's what um, that's what the cigarette companies are missing out on yeah. all that all those lighter sales <laughs> yeah exactly they've moved into e-cigs and they're like oh fuck we can't sell lighters can't now. sell lighters anymore so what we're we gonna do oh we'll just make e-cigs that you're able to light up you have to set on fire yeah, yeah for them to work <laughs> um, to cut a long story short <laughs> Kevin James Please. finds out that, that um, Patrick Warburton uh, Flint Steel yeah. has, has been setting fires becomes disenfranchised Paul Bettany says you know what we've got to do We've got to blow up the big water tank above the the big dam above the city. Oh yes. To let everyone have water. I'll do it with my hacking skills. Yeah. So he starts I'll, at, I'll jack in my robo nose. What starts out as a uh, as as a sort of like a bit of a sort of revolutionary take ends up being a big terrorist attack on the city by Paul Bettany. And still Kevin James is like, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is this is right. But, you know, um, Paul Bettany's like, well, we, we, we've come this far, right? We've set the charges. You were here. You, they know you're with me. If you go, go back to the city, mm. what, what he, cause it, Paul Bettany is planning to get out of there, right? Yeah. He's planning plan to blow this dam and then leave for another another country yeah the uh he's gonna surf he's gonna surf all the way to, uh, to france <laughs> he's got his surfboard yeah. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna e-surf all the way to france um surf the wave that the dam makes you see. i just love his optimism like <laughs> he's got his bomb set up he just gets on his surfboard in the dam and is like yeah well this is this this will gonna work i guess definitely. you you can either come with me kevin james or you can die with the rest of them and, uh, uh, and he's like if you go back there even if you um, like, if you try to help them, then you will either die along with them or go to prison because they know you're with me. Yeah. And uh, Kevin James decides he's gonna get in this little boat and he's gonna once the the dam bursts, yeah. Paul Bettany sails out into like surfs out into to France. Um, oh no! Where they've got a whole different, very specific problem, um, which we're not gonna go into. No, no. Um, uh, and um, and Kevin Ran James out of brioche. <laughs> he did, yeah. And Kevin James is just there. <laughs> he row, he row into town. <laughs> right, to okay. Rescue let's, Danny uh, <laughs> let's, let's leave that one. Uh, thank you, Liam, for that title. Um, there you go. That's all our honourable mentions or on, uh, honourable digi mentions. Yes. Digital mentions. Um, thank you to everyone who gave us titles this week. We've had so many. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I had loads to look. for through today Great. it was ridiculous uh, so thank you for that response um i do did enjoy reading them all uh, we could only get around to a few obviously because that would be a, a 
massive, massive undertaking and going through them all. As soon as we finish recording, I'm going to then... I like to go into this blind, but yeah. I like I go into everything. But um, I do, after we start record- stop recording, I just go back and read them all anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a they, good time. They are, they are fun, and I like reading what you all have to say. So uh, so thank you to everyone who did that. For, for those of you listening for the first time, you can give us titles on our social medias, which are facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, and Twitter. You can tweet us at Life's a Pitch show as well. So... Moving on to our final major pitch, which is from Phil Walters. Heavy hangs the digi head that wears the cyber crown. The digi head that wears the cyber crown. Yeah. Well, Anthony Head is um, <laughs> <laughs> is our he's so heavy. He's he's okay. So what? So he has to be a or someone mm. has to be. A, um, a very like there has to be a, a sort of like idealistic monarchistic thing right it's got to mm. it's got to be like someone has been nominated to uh have their brain replaced with like uh or uh, like have have so many parts of them to integrate themselves into the internet yeah because the problem is that the age of misinformation gets so big mm. gets so problematic this age, right? Rise of fascism is caused by um, uh, by misinformation mm. for years and years and years, for decades, mm. until finally someone says the internet has to be controlled. Mm. The information has to be controlled, but it can't be controlled by any one organization, mm. right? We have to all collaboratively create one cyber mind that will um that will decide whenever anything goes up on the internet whether it's true or not whether mm. it's deliberately trying to just make fake news these are all scientists that are having this conversation yeah, it's international like international scientists we, we've got a, we, it's it's at the un like yeah. the world's sort of burning outside it's like we've got to do this the the internet holds as many synapses as the human brain yeah we can download the internet into a human brain mm. and plug someone in and uh, he, they they will be the ultimate arbiter of the internet yeah. the monarch of the internet the monarch of information and truth but who do we who do we plug in says the scientist cut to brendan fraser picking his nose <laughs> <laughs> yeah ideally we'd need someone who cuz that's symbolic who's, because who's because brain to gonna... connect his brain it goes up his nose yeah, yeah, yeah. so he he starts just like <laughs> scratching his ass. Ideally, we need someone who their brain's not going to be missed. <laughs> someone else's, but we also have to have someone who is uh, well-meaning and 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 true and pure. Also, they used to be handsome, says <laughs> the Australian scientist. Because they're going to be a figurehead for this fair and balanced internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we got to pick up. We got to pick someone who has uh, who who wants to be back on the app. <laughs> like so, so then they have this argument. So they, we cut to actor. <laughs> they have they have this argument. They have this argument yeah. like the Americans like they need to be stupid. They and then the Germans like uh, they need to be true and honest. And yeah. then uh, the um, uh, the Australians like. And they need to be they need to be gorgeous. And then and it's just like stupid, true, gorgeous, stupid, true, gorgeous cut to Brendan Fraser picking yes, his nose. Yeah, yeah. Eating a eating a corn dog and sort of like uh, helping an old lady across the road. And watching the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, all the things, <laughs> um, all those things that, that that demonstrate those properties. Um, <laughs> His phone goes, <laughs> and he picks it up. It's like, hello, this is the scientists. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I've never got a call from a scientist before. <laughs> what do you want, Mister Scientist? Like, He's a scientists, <laughs> Mister Scientists. Uh, we want you for an experiment to help save the world. You've been called upon, Mister Brendan Fraser, <laughs> and he's just like, "All right, yeah." I, I just said I hadn't got a call from you before. Yeah, uh, nice to speak to you, Mister Scientists. Yeah, and he's like, "Are you employed at the moment?" And he's like, "No, no." Got any family ties still living? No, 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 it's it's just me. It's just me and perhaps a little old lady down the road. It's like, will she miss you? Maybe when she needs to cross the road, but uh, I think a, a, a seeing eye dog helps with that mainly. <laughs> good, good. Uh, someone grabs, grabs the phone. Uh, you haven't had any uh, major... Major problems or accidents that have caused damage to you. Is this is the uh, photo on your driving license? Is it up to date, Brendan? Well, it was taken uh, two weeks ago, so I can't think of anything that uh, that would have changed by then. And this, this photo is from George of the Jungle. <laughs> we take a we take a screenshot from peak Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle. Put it on this driver's license. And then you, uh, and, then, and then someone else grabs the phone and says, uh, "And uh, can you describe to me the the process of nuclear fusion?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I think that's uh, when they add an extra blade onto the razor, so you can uh, so you can get a closer shave, right?" <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. You you are the right candidate <laughs> for our experiments. <laughs> If you would, can we actually can we can we have a bit of a Men in Black thing where there's loads of these people? <laughs> yes, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's a bunch of like American patriot like soldiers, and then Brendan Fraser <laughs> and uh, the scientist man. Who who's playing the scientist man with this accent? Who? <laughs> okay, hello there. Uh, well, oh, uh, Werner Herzog. It's Werner Herzog, is the but with that voice yeah, still? With that I voice, I like that voice. Um, it's um, the American is sorry. Let's go, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, and because uh, he looks like a very all-American uh, general sort of guy. Yeah, he was uh, in Men in Black too. Yes, um, and uh, and the then Australian the Australian is. That guy who played Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I was going to say the Australian's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's better. That's um, better. More relevant. <laughs> um, and also, I want to cast Ben Mendelsohn in everything. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. that's, that's a good shout. Um, yeah, so... Um, he ends up there in this in this academy. We'd have the Men in Black scene where they're all trying their best. <laughs> here um, you are. Here is a, It's the exact same scene. Here is a piece of paper... And a pencil. <laughs> here, you... here is a post that was made by an, uh, 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 by your aunt Doris. I've, I've got it. I've got it. So like, here is a piece of paper and a pencil. Please fill in these forms. And then, and then it just cuts to Brendan Fraser, who's in this egg seat from Men in Black, yeah. just like trying to trying to fill in his thing. And then it cuts to a wide shot, and all the military men are at the table in the middle. They're, all the military men are at desks. Yeah. They're all at desks. 
there's only one right egg, in front of him. There's only one egg seat in the room. Well, I saw it in a movie once, so... Uh... <laughs> is, this cause, is this become Austin Powers? <laughs> so, uh... This is sort of cyber Austin Powers. <laughs> one, one of the questions is like, your Aunt Doris has made this post on her Facebook page. It it, it alleges that Bill, Bill Gates has put microchips in vaccines so that your babies will look like him. <laughs> <laughs> is this true <laughs> or is this lies and uh, he's like fuck he just leaves that blank <laughs> he doesn't know who Bill Gates yeah, is yeah exactly everyone else has a very particular political opinion about it yeah yeah and, <laughs> and he's just no, he, just he leaves them mind. all blank yeah. because he doesn't understand the questions yeah and that's and that's it is the um, <laughs> he they they choose him because he's a blank slate for them to put in a, a completely unbiased perspective mm. Donald Trump did not win the electoral college or the popular vote is he still president? <laughs> I don't really know what a president is, Mr. Uh, Mr. Scientists. Perfect. <laughs> Every time he gives him a good answer, he's like, perfect. <laughs> just looks at him squinting, just like with a massive <laughs> grin on his face, just like, yeah, no, perfect. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, uh, so we, we sort of cut to... Uh, how, how do you feel when I say the word bazinga? <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. Perfect. <laughs> so they basically like start to uh, put him into this. Uh, they start replacing his brain, right? Mm. Well, no, they still use his brain. They just sort of like build on top. Put, of his yeah, head. they put, put yeah. wires into his brain, up to, up his nose, and into into his temples and stuff. Mm. Um, and he's sort of hung up like a puppet. Yeah, right from all these wires, and they put on this big cyber crown. Yeah, right, and and they wheel him out into onto the front on, onto the front steps of the UN. <laughs> Look at what we have built. <laughs> we have made the internet a fair and unbiased place. And uh, we we just hear what, what, where am I? And uh, um, you hear uh, a a holographic image comes up in front of uh, Brendan Fraser, mm. and it says, "Well, he's he's in like a Infinity War." Yeah, exactly. He's, he's in, in the, he's, he's in the loading program in the Matrix. Up up in front of him comes a hologram, yeah. and it goes, "Hello." The date today's date is the 29th of January. <laughs> this David Lynch. 2027. <laughs> the weather <laughs> is good. Sun is up high. Who are you? I'm your cyber companion. I live in the Cyber Crown. He's played by David Lynch, of course. It's David yeah. Lynch, yeah, yeah. yeah. And wh what is this empty, vast, empty place? We're in your mind. Huh. I would have thought there'd be more in here. Every human has an immense reserve, a trove of happiness and peace within them. And this is yours. Wait, hang on, hang on. Ro roll back, roll back. Why am I here? Here is today's news. 
and he starts suddenly a, a bunch of a bunch of newspaper headlines start coming down. Yeah, uh, and he's like, and and as that happens, right, popping into this Infinity Wall mm. room, almost like Matrix style, we're gonna need lots of guns, right? Yeah, comes like there's a there's a headline we see coming down in front of it. Uh, it is like here's the headline about Russia and their uh, big. Uh, statue of President Ivor Bunkus, and um, <laughs> uh, as it comes down, there's uh, there's the statue of Ivor Bunkus that pops into the thing, uh. and he's like, oh, "Is that is that real? Is, is, is they really? Is he really called Ivor Bunkus?" It's up to you, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's when the ball drops. Yeah. Oh shit! Here is a picture of the new statue of Vladimir Putin. Uh, the, the Which head of, one the head is of the real? Russian church, Vladimir Putin. Which one is the real president of Russia? And it's like and Brendan's like, well, I like the sign to, I like the sound of that guy, <laughs> the first guy. He's he's the president, and it's like, okay, you're the president now. <laughs> he's the president now. Next on the table. And you just go going through different news articles. I love, I love the fact that they haven't. They've plugged this. They've plugged his brain in. Yeah. They've done all this work to try and make him a fair and balanced person, and he's still deciding on no information well, this, at all. This is the thing. Like, <laughs> like, like the moment um, he just gets shown fake news and and stuff and that's what and he, he chooses which one's the reality and then that the internet just goes reality. that's reality okay. now yeah yeah so he's changing the world <laughs> and uh, cuts back to this German guy the uh, Werner Herzog he just goes what is happening uh, I, bl- I believe he's he's remaking the fabric of existence <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give him the power to do that well, I believe it was inbuilt in the uh, the mainframe of the uh, of the computing system that he gets to choose what uh, what's real and what isn't. <laughs> the internet is just manifesting the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> human belief is the only power that really exists. And then it and then it slowly zooms in on Werner Herzog's <laughs> face, and he just goes, "Perfect. <laughs> this is working better than I would have hoped." So what's what's going to happen? What's the, like the third act of this? Cause I, mean, got... I mean, we've kind of we've got the first act. Yeah, like got the first act down. So what's yeah what what's going to interrupt this? Yeah, I, I guess that's the world now, isn't it? It's sort of um, ooh hackers. Yeah, hackers, freedom hackers for that that want to get actual truth rather than you know. Um, uh, yeah, they they break in like a, a, a rev- like, revolution front. But like that they appear on in the uh, in the free space and and next to David Lynch, kick yeah, David Lynch in the balls. <laughs> they, Ow! They wheel him off, like because he's only a head, right? Yeah, he's yeah. He's a head on a little on a little pedestal, <laughs> and they just sort of wheel David Lynch. Where are you taking me? Ow! <laughs> this hurts. Goodbye, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and it's. Um, who could it be? <laughs> so, uh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams yeah. is uh, is the cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. Is a cyberpunk Bridget Bilderberg. Bridget Bilderberg. <laughs> <laughs> Bridget Bilderberg. Bilderberg. Bridget Bilderberg. Yeah, 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 there we go. And um, and she's there just like, 
Brendan! <laughs> Brendan! This is what they are capable of? This is what they're doing? Do, you, uh, do they previously have, like, a? do they know each other? No. In, 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 no. No, yeah, no. Cool. She's just like, she, she's looked him up. Yeah. Um, it's like, we gotta get you out of here. This is this is inhumane. And he's just like, I got free hot dogs. It's fine. <laughs> he says, holding a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, holding a hot dog. Yeah. Holding a hot dog in each hand. <laughs> and she's like, they give you free hot dogs? Man, I thought, I, I read in your file that you like burgers. And he says, oh, well, they give me free burgers too. And then suddenly the hot dogs just turn into burgers. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's like, look at what they're doing to you. And she brings up a, a, a page that's been sort of blocked by his his own admins. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's a his of... head bleeding and it, like his head's like dripping blood. This is a film by David Lynch. Yeah, yeah. And and he says in my best Brendan Fraser impression, Yeah. Hey! <laughs> that's not what is happening to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of part way to Scooby doing yeah. it. Wait a minute! <laughs> That's not look. Look, I, I don't give me a mirror. And he's like, she, she, he it, suddenly a mirror appears in his hand, yeah. and he and he's like, look, it, look, I look fine. And then he t- turns back, and it's like it's he's on the steps of the UN, yeah. you know, almost Christ-like, hung above <laughs> it, you know, yeah. with this giant golden cyber crown, with on. thousands of people stood in front of him on their mobile phones. Now you come. Now you mention it. My neck really has been hurting. And he, he pulls his hand around and there's blood on it. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> He's like, and suddenly now, as as he starts to believe it, he manifests like those Matrix-style oh, yeah, ports yeah. in his skin, all along his arm, all along the back of his neck and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, and suddenly like he bursts out and like out of uh, out of the big cyber crown yeah. thing onto the steps of the Capitol building yeah. in Washington DC. He's like he's still wearing the cyber crown. Yeah. But all the ports have popped off. <laughs> he can run around with it <laughs> exactly. on his head. He's it's, wearing his novelty giant crown. <laughs> it's like a man walking around with something the size of a washing machine <laughs> for a head. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of being taken around like by giant, the weight of it. Yeah. Like yeah. a giant metal hula hoop with circuitry all over it. Yeah, and everyone like in the world, sort of around the capital who are on the mobile phone just like, What the fuck just happened? My internet's gone. My internet's gone and yeah. uh, and Maisie Williams sort of grabs him, grabs <laughs> Brendan Fraser and starts running running through and like uh um it cuts to Werner Herzog going, Not so perfect. <laughs> So. Drones get him, <laughs> and there's an army of drones that yeah. uh, that go out um, with with the voice of David Lynch. And they have all, a whole, all have the voice of David Lynch. <laughs> they have a whole thing where like Maisie Williams is like. Um, they have a whole thing where Maisie Williams is like, uh, is, is they're dr- she's driving, mm. right? She's she's a really skilled kind of driver of these like cyber Ubers mm. um, and flying uh, cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a roadblock in the way mm. and uh, she has to like convince him to believe that there's no roadblock <laughs> here's a new story there's no roadblock <laughs> and he's just like there's no road there is no roadblock this <laughs> <laughs> is the matrix it's like the matrix yeah. and then suddenly the cars and the cops disappear <laughs> and uh, I think like the um, uh, they, they start zooming off into the sky mm. and then in a very weird kind of Terry Gilliam surreal way He's like, there is no roadblock. There are no scientists. There is no police. Oh there's, my no, God. there's no world. There's no countries. They, there's, <laughs> there's no future. Like, uh, and suddenly, boom, 
<laughs> Everything pops into this malaise, this pink and purple, like, strange smoke just drifting past them. Yeah. And uh, the... Snoopy and Woodstock just flying by from, <laughs> yeah. from the Charlie Brown cartoon yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Jim Parsons, his mouth just going <laughs> bazinga, 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 bazinga. <laughs> He's held on to some very small things. Yeah. A hot dog soars by. <laughs> a three, giant hot three dog. Three stories wide. Oh, the size of Jupiter. <laughs> and basically what happens is, like, Maisie Williams has to recount the entirety of human history from memory to try and get him to, to start rewriting reality into existence. Maisie Williams is in the, the headspace as well. Yeah, yeah, she's there with him. Yeah. In her flying flying uber that she drives hmm. and um i think oh no maybe she doesn't try she basically like she tries telling him about stuff hmm. but it starts coming up like child's drawings yeah right of, of, of reality and she's like this isn't working okay there is a place that has so many books and she starts like t- talking about a big giant library full of every all the recorded she starts describing the internet <laughs> Like, where all human knowledge is stored. (laughs) It works on, like, a series of relays between computers that are everywhere. And slowly she just has to build fundamental, like, like a priori knowledge. Like, things that you can work out from nothing. Um, Sort of like, and if this is true, then that must be true. And she starts just teaching Brendan Fraser... Like, because he's still got the implants that make his brain capable of running everything. Mm. So he can store all this information. He just doesn't have any of it. Yeah. And so she's just like telling him everything she knows, becoming like a teacher. And as that happens, like things start to pop into existence. And uh, I guess they just decide not to make bad things in the world. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Maisie Williams sort of looks out the window of this high rise building they're in at the end sort of Matrix-like high-rise yeah. building. She looks down and all the people are just clones of the cast of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and she's like, it'll do. Yeah, it'll do. Like, they have, they, they, they talk about, like, history. So, like, um, really terrible people, like, uh, I don't know, like, Pol Pot yeah. is, like, is, it's just a sh- ridiculous cartoon that looks like Skeletor. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like um, that, and uh, that, and when when she says uh, that'll do, I guess, and then um, Brendan, it cuts to Brendan Fraser, sort of his head, sort of still in the uh, in the in the thing, and he just goes, "Perfect, <laughs> perfect." Yeah. <Yes. laughs> cut to uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yep. Uh, Edward Norton is looking on for some reason. Yeah. Um, Edward Norton, star of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> star of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Edward Norton yeah Bazinga <laughs> that's it that's what, it what song by Rage Against the Machine would you end it with um, Bulls on Parade yeah I was going to say that as yeah. well it's the one that's not in any Matrix movies yeah. but the, the one that's <laughs> kind of memorable because yeah, yeah. it was in Guitar Hero 3 yeah there we go <laughs> running down the list of families <laughs> manifesting their existence <laughs> running down the list of families <laughs> manifesting their existence wackle, wackle. <laughs> so that was Heavy Hangs the Digi Head that Wears the Cyber Crown. So if you enjoyed listening to that as much as we enjoyed pitching it, then you uh, can always share it with your friends. That's the first thing that we would like you to do is uh, to go over 
Um, and, you know, you can share the posts on uh, social media, like Tom said before, um, at Life's a Pitch Show on Twitter, uh, Life's a Pitch Podcast on Facebook. Share them, share the posts. There's a uh, cool new... For those of you that don't know, that perhaps don't get, like, album art on your, on your podcast feeds and things, there's a brand new poster every single week that Tom mm. does. Uh, there are really good posters. Oh, thank you. Uh, they they always um, they always make me smile. So uh, yeah, go. V- over there. Very proud of last week's one. Yeah, you drew that. Yeah, I drew that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, not def- sure how proud I'll be of this week's one. But. <laughs> well, either way, go over there and share the post um, and tell people about the podcast. And if you uh, have already done that or you don't want to do that, maybe you can uh, help us out monetarily by going to patreon.com forward slash lives a pitch podcast. That's the place that basically funds this entire podcast. It pays, mm. pays for hosting and um, all the other tech things that we need mm. um, to do the podcast. So. Um, if you want to b- go over there and help us, you can even get a little bit of stuff yourself with uh, bonus pictures, movie commentaries, and you even get to vote on the genre. So go over there to um, patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to find out there. The other thing that you get, of course, is your name read out every week if you want us to. And these are a list of all our patrons, but stay tuned until afterwards as well, uh, because we'll be doing the Yes Very Clever Award, where we uh, uh, just highlight a title that's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, so stay stay tuned for that. But uh, our patrons are Brandon Spanky Mills. How many of these bisque dragon legs are there? Well, ex- including the ones at the lab, exactly 400. Mr. Beakfuss, we've been successful. Yesterday's Glemule is gone, and today's Glemule is tomorrow. Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. The Timulator just pooped a little message out. Beware 400. Call the Time Primister. James Delaney. Brondra, he's gone. You have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? Paulvin, gather the children and head south. The Buskweep Horn has risen. Brent Black. We have to flee to Porvonia. All the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth, the council is ready, praise 400, your mysterious benefactor, Joseph Hegarty, mighty primcident, de- we're detecting record levels of Glemule in every time stream, we have to call Petvis, funky chunky monkey, the funky chunky monkey, Jimmy, you have to st- help me stop your son, I'm sorry I didn't go back far enough, but we have to take him and his company down, welcome to the Bisque Vengers, Alex Ernest FW, Carl, the tests are conclusive, you seem to be immune to jumbling, we could use this, Nikki Hindmarch, Operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix. We need a hacker. Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden MW and Tom. Let's make it movie related, whatever it is. There you go. If you want to be part of that list, get onto our patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast um so we end the show as we said before with the yes very clever award this is a an award we give out someone who's given us a title and just had a bit of fun with it it's based around an existing title mainly but this one this one's quite fun um from connor with a no on twitter <laughs> giving us cyber pink <laughs> not really a, a title but like <laughs> not really based on a title but it's just fun in it it's like a pill isn't it yeah <laughs> i've been matt turner Instead of making me better, it's making me ill. I've been Tom McGrath. (laughs) Remember who pitched it.